A key component of the modern world economy, the chemical industry delivers products and innovations to enhance everyday life. It is also an industry in transformation, where chemical executives and workers are delivering growth and industry-changing advancements while responding to pressures from investors, regulators, and public opinion. Discover how leading companies are approaching these challenges here on The Chemical Show. Join Victoria Meyer, president of Progressio Global and host of The Chemical Show, as she speaks with executives across the industry and learns how they are leading their companies to grow, transform, and push industry boundaries on all frontiers. Here's your host, Victoria Meyer. Hi, this is Victoria Meyer. Welcome back to The Chemical Show. This week, I have the opportunity to speak with Jennifer Braun, who is the Vice President and General Manager of Trinity Logistics. Jennifer started working in logistics straight from college when she started working with carriers and worked her way through to sales and account management and various leadership roles. Currently, Jennifer oversees um, sales and operations and develops future leaders for Trinity's Regional Service Center in Kansas City. Jennifer, welcome to The Chemical Show. Thank you so much. It is good to be here. Glad to have you. So let's just start with what is your origin story? Why did you get interested in the wonderful world of logistics? That is a great question. So like many students entering college, I had so many ideas of what I might want to do as my forever career and ended up just with a very generic, general, uh, generic uh, business degree. And in college, I started working at a big corporation that had multiple departments. So um, logistics is really just kind of where I ended up. It was fast paced, interesting, and it seemed like there was a lot of potential for growth. So here I am 20 some years later. I know. So it obviously worked out okay. <laughs> yes, I guess you could say that. It sure did. <laughs> so. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about um, Trinity Logistics, just about the company and what you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. So Trinity Logistics is uh, a top rank uh, freight company, freight brokerage, freight solutions, technology company. We have been ranked in, for 21 straight years uh, by Transport Topics as a top freight brokerage in the United States. And we are uh, a part of the Burris Logistics uh, group of companies, and we are rapidly growing. We've been in business uh, over 45 years, and we have expanded now to uh, seven different regional service centers and over 120 agent offices, and it's just a great company to work for. Awesome. That's really exciting. And so from a freight services perspective, do you guys actually own the trucks or are you just are you sourcing it for your customers and your clients? Right. So mostly we outsource and partner with uh, specially chosen carrier partners. Uh, on the Burris side, we do have uh, many pieces of equipment that we actually own. Uh, the Burris side has uh, cold storage warehouses and uh, trucks making deliveries um, every day to food clients. And uh, in most of the other regional service centers, it is outsourcing. Okay, interesting. So logistics and supply chain has been in the spotlight really since the beginning of the pandemic. And I think you and I both know it's been a critical part of the economy forever, but it seems to have become really a household topic of conversation in the past three years. 
Right. How did, how did the pandemic affect you and Trinity and, and what did you guys do to respond to the challenges? What were your challenges and how did you respond? Yes, that is a great question. I mean, just supply chain became almost a meme on social media. You know, I got supply chain issues was the meme there for about a year. And really how this impacted Trinity is we are, we've always been customer focused and we had to really amplify just being there for our customers because during the pandemic, so many customers went through this um, extreme crash of not having very much business at all going on, but yet we had to be there to service their needs if and when they needed it to then later having this explosion of growth as the, the country started reopening and had shipments uh, that they needed to get fulfilled and delivered to their customers. One of the biggest things we have been able to do is a lot of the supply chain issues that companies have experienced has been more on the supply chain, uh, the supply side uh, upstream. Their, their suppliers not being able to uh, produce whatever the product is or, or source that. So just having it available to ship was the, the bigger problem. And then right. to source the truck then became the secondary problem. So uh, oftentimes we ended up being even more so of a, a middle person communicating to our customer what we were hearing from the supplier who may or may not have had that product. So right. many customers really relied on us to be their, um, just their communication piece and being able to do whatever it would take to service their customers. If that meant making last minute changes to an order or um, running with a, a shipment that may be only half full because that's all the, the supplier could get ready at that time. Um, just really being nimble and flexible to the nth degree to do whatever it would take to make that customer meet their obligations. Yeah. Interesting. And in Trinity serves not just chemicals. I know chemicals is a component of your business, but you're serving across a wide variety of potential customers. So there was a mm -hmm. lot of, uh, I guess, different challenges depending on your customer and supplier set. Right. You are so right. We have a lot of food clients too. So a lot of construction, um, a lot of heavy machinery and all of those different uh, companies had the pandemic impact them in different ways. So, you know, having a having a company like Trinity that is so diverse with the industry verticals that we are able to provide solutions for, I think is is really key to to helping out a wider sect of companies across the United States. Yeah. So, so the things that you learned during the pandemic, how have they changed your business today? Like, what did you learn? In, and what did you carry forward to how you guys are conducting business today? Yeah, that's a great question. We have definitely carried forward our continued focus on uh, customer centric. We don't have just one way of doing things and one um, rock solid uh, standard that customers have to abide by to, to be a client of Trinity. You know, whatever the customer needs, that's what we're going to do. Um, I think. Technology really, it's always been a big focus of Trinity, but there were a lot of pieces of technology and the way that uh, the world interacted with technology and Trinity is no exception to that. 
that really was amplified and some some things were accelerated during the pandemic. So just being able to um, quickly transition to that flexible work remote as needed and to be able to have it be completely seamless to the customer, um, no interruption in phone service, no interruption in you know, typical email service, no interruption with payments and invoicing, any any of that. Um, I think just being able to quickly pivot has been one of the things that we did well at the beginning of the pandemic, and we have just really accelerated how well we are able to perform in that, in those categories. Yeah, interesting. Um, Let's talk a little bit about digital because I mean, I think the pandemic really accelerated this focus on digitization. And as you reference, this ability to work from anywhere, um, which I would imagine many of the carriers already had to have some of that. But what are you seeing? I mean, what were the, um, do you have a specific digital strategy? And has this increased focus on digitization more broadly across the economy changed your business? Yes, yes, it sure has. Um, uh, Trinity is our technology program is led by a chief technology officer, and we have got uh, several several new programs that we have integrated with over the last couple of years to really strengthen the way that we are able to interact with the carriers and the customers, both in terms of getting information on uh, GPS tracking for shipments and um, notifying customers of um, their orders. Uh, customers are able to place orders online. They're able to um, do their all their billing and invoicing online. And we also have um, a lot of, I guess, cybersecurity has become a huge focus over the last 10 years yeah. or so. So um, depending on the type of company that we're working with, I mean, there's some companies that are that are targets in that. So they need all their business partners to have really rock solid um, processes when it comes to cybersecurity. Um, Trinity has a very strong education department too. So the whole e-learning and ability to onboard new hires and to be able to um, train people effectively uh, via technology is important. Um, our long-term strategy, uh, we have a three-year roadmap, and that is to uh, just become an industry leader with, with technology. Um, you know, we, we do have a technology um, service offering, and customers are really able to do a deeper dive into their own company and their data to make really strong decisions, you know, use that business intelligence to um, have economic forecasting, sales forecasting, um, being able to uh, rate their partners and to make just better decisions on how they ship and what uh, areas of the country they pull in from so that they can really, I guess, strengthen their supply chain and that I see as a trend that will just continue to grow. Um, it's not a matter of if a company is going to adopt technology, a transportation management system, but more of when. When are they going to do that? Because you have to, 
if you want to improve anything within your company, it starts with having um, access to the data and being able to see it for what it is, you know, having an awareness of what's going well and where there may be gaps. That's the critical component before you can make any kind of changes. Yeah. Interesting. I, I think that's right. I think it's, it, it's becoming a necessary requirement. Um, yeah. What's interesting is I think of uh, logistics and trucking as being a bit old school, much like people would categorize Mm -hmm. the chemical industry. Um, And a lot of times it feels like there's people reluctant to make change, especially change when you think about digital. Um, And yet uh, we kind of don't have a choice. This is, you need a way to process the data. You need a way to be more efficient. Um, You know, cybersecurity, health and safety, all of that is affected by um, our ability to interact, communicate, um, combine systems with business yeah. partners, et cetera. Absolutely. What we have seen is to, to be able to retain your position and to gain new clients, you must be on the cutting edge of new technology development and, and uh, adopting to different platforms. Um, because the, the the companies that choose not to keep up with technology, they risk potentially going out of business soon because companies, the larger companies that, that are um, incorporating technology into their business, they will only typically do business with other like-minded companies, you know, like that whole integration piece. If you if you don't have the capability of integrating with the company's maybe required technology, then they'll go find a different partner. Yeah. It's, Interesting. It's kind of the whole, it. yeah, you aspect of keep, to be able to do their business. Yep. Right. You have to keep up or be left behind. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So let's, let's talk a little bit about um, chemicals. So we know that you guys serve a, a Trinity serves a variety of different markets. How does the chemical market differ from your other um, other markets that you serve? What do you do differently with it, or what's similar really about it to, um, versus right. the rest of your yeah. business? So with the chemicals, the chemicals um, you can definitely see a, a bit more of a trend line of the chemical shipping and the volumes being uh, in alignment with construction and manufacturing. So when you have periods of uh, boom for uh, construction and manufacturing, um, then you also see the increased need for chemicals, you know? So um, it can be a little bit more varied. Um, consumer products or food that oftentimes will stay fairly consistent because people don't just quit eating. <laughs> you know, they're going to continue to eat. They're going to continue to use whatever you know daily consumer products that they might use. Uh, the chemicals, you know, companies can pull ahead orders or delay orders. Oftentimes, depending on. Um, price advantages with tariffs or with um, uh, different, um, or what would you call them, like discounts, like companies may have um, different thresholds, ordering thresholds or discounts that they may get um, if they perceive that there's going to be a new tax um, starting on a certain date, then maybe they can pull those orders behind or push ahead. So um, 
I will say that the chemicals definitely have a more of a, a vetting process when choosing uh, your partners. So I, there are many things that need to happen to be uh, safe and in compliance with the DOT regulations. And with that, customers' regulations, um, uh, getting the information on the chemical itself, the safety data sheet, uh, making sure that um, the packaging and all the labeling that the shipper has done that um, and making sure that uh, the, the driver and the company hired meets the safety requirements, uh, say for hazmat registration or for a tanker endorsement. So there's, I guess, a lot more vetting that goes into that. Um, just to make sure that it, that we're keeping our community safe or the drivers safe, the community safe, uh, having. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Jungmannsflower. Jungmannsflower is a leading manufacturer of ingredients of natural origin. With 150 years of experience, they are dedicated to helping their customers create healthier, safer products. Jungbunslauer's mission, from nature to ingredients, is realized with their state-of-the-art technologies and investments in energy, water, and waste-saving programs. Thanks, Jungbunslauer. Chemicals on our highways. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in fact, when you talked about cybersecurity earlier, um, it also made me think really about this the safety and security aspects of handling chemicals, because yes. as you say, it is very different. It's a higher standard and a higher threshold um, than perhaps some other products that, that get transported. Absolutely. And so, you know, understanding yeah. those rules and regs and requirements, um, both from a legal perspective, but also just from a custom, uh, customer and company point of view is critical. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you seeing in freight markets today? I mean, so we, you know, I know things were really crazy uh, for the past couple of years. Um, we thought that 2023 was going to settle out. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. Um, what are you guys seeing from that perspective? Right. So we, the past several months have definitely been um, a pretty significant downturn. Um, demand, demand is way down. And the industry, the word for it is rebalancing. Uh, the industry is definitely undergoing a significant rebalancing from the um, inflated numbers of 2022, where everybody was trying to build their inventory levels up. We've got to restock because we couldn't get enough of whatever it was that we needed to um, have available for our customers. Most companies, no matter what their industry, they couldn't get their hands on enough product in 2021. So by the time that product started being available in 2022, it was all about replenishing. And, and then there started to be a uh, uh, economic downturn and or at least talks of that and and some industry segments have definitely slowed down which led to some over inventoried um companies over the you know winter time i guess maybe uh still early 2023 so there have been quite a few trucking companies and independent contractors who have uh, left the market left uh had their mc revoked and 
it's just a big time of rebalancing. The The market itself is still somewhat in a state of oversupply and the demand has been waning, as I mentioned, for several months. So at some point in the second half of 2023, there will probably reach some kind of um, threshold where those two are even again, right? The demand and the supply. So um, it's been a it's been an interesting year as much as there was um, a significant crazy ride to the top um, mid to end pandemic this this year. And, you know, it really started mid 2022. It's been a pretty significant decline. So it's meant for us that we continue to do what we do well every day. And that's really be there for our customers and whatever they whatever they need is is what we're able to to supply them with. So it hasn't changed our business that that much per se. I mean Trinity is a a stable company that does not believe in overhiring. Um, you know, we haven't had any layoffs like some of our counterparts have. And I mean, we're still in growth mode, honestly, um, because we do sense that there could be some opportunities for growth in this market. Um, you know, when there's rebalancing, you know, some of the less capable, like, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Some of the companies that maybe aren't in it long term, <laughs> you know, yeah. if there's um, any customers that are kind of left in the dust that, um, you know, weren't weren't being taken care of. If a company goes out of business, we sh sure want to be able to position ourselves as helping, helping out um, in every way we can. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's I, definitely I, been a different year, you know? Yeah. I, it seems like it, it seems it's, I think that's true across the industry. And, and you mentioned, you know, I think what the, I would say these opportunistic companies, right. So that came in yes. when they saw the opportunity, but it's hard mm -hmm. to maintain a real business. Um, Absolutely. And then you find yeah. it out when the market starts softening. So you started talking about keeping your customers um, and, and suppliers kind of happy. How does Trinity differentiate itself? When you think about your customer experience and your supplier experience, how do you differentiate yourself and what do you find to be really important in those relationships? Oh, that's, that's a, that's a great question. And really, I know I've mentioned it a couple of times, but it's really customer first and really, um, you know, our tagline is um, people centric. Um, you know, that's, that's what we mean. I mean, we put a lot of training and careful um, thought into how to deliver the best experience to internal customers and external customers. You know, we try to have um, happy, well-trained um teammates who um, are in Trinity, hopefully as a career, so that there's less turnover within some of the key account management roles, servicing customers, and um, we are at lead with integrity. So when we make a promise to a customer or um, have information about a shipment and the timeline for that or what the, what the pricing may be on that, um, we hold firm with that, you know, we, we do. So, um, 
gosh, some some offices have customers that have been loyal to Trinity for 25, 30 years. So that's awesome. I mean, if you've got some customer, these and these are big companies. These aren't, you know, someone's, you know, cousin or brother that ships a couple of shipments a month, although that's great too. <laughs> that's wonderful too. But you know, we have companies that are like Fortune 500 companies that are choosing Trinity for 20 and 30 years. You know, these are smart, well-ran companies that have like stringent supplier evaluations every year and Trinity exceeds their expectations time and time again. So just that integrity and putting the customer's needs first and having, you know, great communication to keep the customer apprised. And, um, you know, we do a lot to make sure we're in alignment across many platforms with that customer, you know, whether it be sustainability and green initiatives, um, safety and compliance, um, you know, a lot of companies um, serve their communities and have um, community service as a part of their company culture, as does Trinity. So, um, and, you know, a lot of companies are privately held or family owned and uh, operate on a set of guiding values, as does Trinity. So these are some of the ways that we really try to connect with our customers so that they feel like it's a relationship and it's not just a number and a not just a, a profit uh, mark for us, but it's a, it's a real relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think your comment about leading with integrity is really critical, right? It, it, it starts to define what those relationships are, who you do business with, how you do business with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that, that keeps, as you say, some of the consistency for 20, 25 years with uh, customers, because they know that you've got that yeah. value and alignment. Absolutely. Great. So let's talk a little bit about talent. For a lot of years, we've been hearing about a shortage of truck drivers um, and talent and logistics. I mean, certainly over the past several years, we've seen a shortage of talent everywhere. But when we think about the logistics world, what's Trinity doing to help close the talent gap? First of all, do you see a talent gap? And secondly, how are you closing that? We do see a talent gap. So to combat that, there are many programs and initiatives that Trinity has been doing for a number of years and some that we've even increased um, what we're doing. Um, first and foremost is they, we treat our teammates right from the get-go. So I think it starts with um, a great onboarding process, a great education training process. There is visibility and communication through all levels of the company. Um, intentionality, I think, is the word that I'd want people to think of. Trinity is intentional with how we treat people and how we develop relationships. So there are coffee chats that our president, Sarah Ruffcorn, she will have coffee chats with um just a random sampling of Trinity teammates every quarter um, that extends throughout the entire executive leadership staff. So imagine being someone that's with Trinity three months or four months or six months, and you're in a coffee chat with our CFO or our president. I mean, that's, that's pretty that's neat, right? You yeah. know, your voice matters. Um, so that 
that definitely is a component of it to try to retain that talent once we have it in the door. Um, regular communication, regular reviews, uh, a lot of feedback, coaching, that's that all that is helpful. Um, being that recruit, we have several uh, partnerships with universities around the United States, um, specific partnerships where Trinity is sponsoring different events on the college, um, sending uh, Trinity teammates, leaders to these colleges and uh, meeting with the students in, you know, trying to hire them as interns, trying to hire them as um, actual teammates if they're, you know, seniors and graduating. Um, definitely have ramped up our social media presence, you know, trying to trying to find the candidates where they're at, right? Um, so really trying to interact with the candidates in a multitude of formats, um, a lot of technology-driven tools to try to find um, teammates, a lot of assessments and surveys that are sent out to potential candidates to try to find the best fit, best fit for the candidate and for um, for Trinity, right? This is a people job. I mean, we do have some admin functions that I guess aren't quite as heavy in the people component, but in my office, if you don't like people and you don't like talking on the phone, <laughs> you know, this may not be the job, you know, because you're going to be on the phone and on the email all day long, trying to help, help people with shipments and working with, uh, trucking companies, trying to get them the best load and trying to help a customer out of a jam that maybe forgot to order some materials. So now, oh my gosh, it's, you know, two o'clock on a Wednesday and I've got to have this stuff picked up tomorrow morning to deliver Friday. So um, there's a lot that Trinity does. Um, we do, people typically love working at Trinity and we've kind of found if people, if they can get through the first six months of logistics, you know, cause it is kind of chaotic, you know? I mean, if you are a very orderly person and it has to be black and white, you know, I mean, that's kind of not the way a lot of, businesses and certainly not logistics that's not the way it works so you have to kind of thrive in a fast-paced environment and like people so that's what our recruiting department they're they're finding us all those people that <laughs> that want to thrive awesome. in a fast-paced environment yeah how do you work with your your carriers and your partners to help them in their talent challenges do you guys partner together or do you really just um, just work to help support them uh, with those Well, needs. we have, there. there's a National Truck Driver Appreciation Week that's held every uh, September, and that's a national event. So Trinity is always a big um, supporter and sponsor of National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. Um, we have specific metrics around relationship uh, carriers and partnerships. We try to get to know our uh, trucking companies on a first name basis. There are different reward programs that Trinity has in place to make it easier for the truck drivers. We have a, a load board that they can look at our shipments. Uh, we've got, as I mentioned earlier, several, I mean, many offices, and obviously we're all hooked up to the same um, technology and computer systems. So, if I'm helping a driver on something in one area of the country, and if he has a need in a different part of the country, I can help find him what he needs just by sourcing through the computer and maybe finding him a shipment that 
another office has and pairing that together. Um, so I don't know if that's serving it down to the them. individual driver. Yeah, yeah, we do that. Companies themselves, when they're trying to place drivers, you know, that's a that's a whole other element. I guess we try to help in an indirect fashion as much as possible by being easy to work with and um, just keeping the lines of communication open on which what we're seeing work well with different drivers or not. Um, one, what's next for you and Fraternity? If we look out ahead to the rest of 2023, what are you guys looking, what are you expecting? What are you working on? What's next? Oh, wow. There are so many awesome things that we have in the works. Um, we are always looking to strengthen our our position in in the company and with our customers. So we're constantly looking to expand um, both in terms of relationship and the locations. Um, in 2022, early 2022, we had expanded it with a, an office in Scottsdale, Arizona, and that's going very well. Um, the RW Zant location, um, they're out in California. Um, that's a Burris Logistics. That's another um, company on the food side. But nevertheless, it's another company, another position um, strengthening the overall company with a presence out on the West Coast, serving those uh, customers out there. Um, Trinity is definitely um, expanding in um, a couple of key areas. Um, the technology is a big one. Um, we've got definite um, aggressive goals to keep expanding that technology offering to our to our customers, both current and prospective, and just expanding our presence within the industry. Um, there's an increase in uh, community involvement. Um, Trinity's foundation that serves uh, the different communities and the locations that we are. Um, there's a, a, a goal to um, expand our um, generosity and what's what's happening in that realm and a leadership program uh, we enhanced our leadership program um, so we're really trying to make sure that the education that i spoke of earlier is for entry-level people new hires onboarding but it's also for the entry-level and mid-management leaders so that we can make sure that we're really strengthening and uh, yeah. One of the key things that does differentiate Trinity um, is responsible care. We have been a responsible care partner since 2009. So that's that's critical. That's sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. And mm -hmm. that's really critical for any, any chemical company. Really, most of them are members of the responsible care organization and follow those principles as does Trinity. And one of the things that um, we've seen happen and will continue into the future is a way to really assess your suppliers and the companies with whom you work. So there's a another platform called EchoVetus that helps those companies um, really assess and make sure that they are in alignment with all the companies that um, they're doing business with. So Trinity's in the process of becoming EchoVetus certified. And, you know, it's all about being where your customers need you to be and they need you to have technology and they need you to care and they need you to have good people and they need you to care about the earth and be sustainable. So uh, it's, it's all those things.
Awesome. This has been great. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much. This has been great. I've enjoyed getting to know you and getting to know more about Trinity Logistics. So thank you for joining us today on the Chemical Chats. And thanks everyone for listening. Keep listening, following, sharing, and we'll be back with another episode soon. We've come to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and want to learn more. Simply visit thechemicalshow.com for additional information and helpful resources. Join us again next time here on The Chemical Show with Victoria Meyer.